The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And before we get started today, I know we're supposed to talk about guns and weapons and all that kind of stuff, but I do have something I want to mention. Now, obviously, the big news of the week was Elon Musk buys Twitter. That's right. Huge. Huge. It's funny because, you know, all the libs were telling her, if you don't like it, get your own. So he bought Twitter. (laughs) You know, that's true, Roger, for all those people who said, go get your own platform. He did. Or just buy one that you can make better. Why reinvent the wheel when you can just (laughs) buy a wheel that's already working? That's awesome. Oh, I know. It's, yeah. I thought that was hysterical. All this, uh, this stuff they had going on about him getting his own platform. If you don't like it, do something about it. Well, he did. Well, and he now did. you're mad. And now you're mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I saw a picture, Roger, uh, the other day. Uh, yesterday, I saw a picture of some of the employees that were gathered around, uh, heads in laps, crying on shoulders, uh, yelling at the sky. I, I, I mean, these people. And, and all of them look like they're all of the age of 21, 22. Right. Well, I mean, I mean social media is a younger it platform. Is. A lot of technology is run by younger people who have not yet and, to experience yeah. Hostile corporate takeovers. Exactly. Well, they, didn't, they, they didn't even know. They don't even understand what just happened. No, probably um, not. All they're being told is that uh, they're being overrun by a rich white guy. This is what they're he's being an African American. He's, he's absolutely, he's an African American. But he's being told that a rich, mean guy is taking them over uh, with authoritarian principles. No, wait a minute. He's me. got Aspergers and he's African American. Yeah, that right. makes him a double handicap. That makes him a double handicap. It does. But, Roger, explain to me how somebody who's promoting freedom, somebody who's promoting uh, letting anyone speak on the public town square, let anyone question anything, how is that person labeled an authoritarian? How can that be bad? How can they see that as bad? Not just see it as bad. They're calling the guy an authoritarian. How Do they not understand what authoritarian is? No, they have no idea because schools don't teach them. I was going to say, how do these... How do they get out of college, think they know everything, work for Twitter, censor people every day, and then think that the guy who wants to uncensor, the guy who doesn't want to censor, the guy who wants to promote freedom, how in the heck do they think that that's the tyrannic? That's a tyrannical guy, yes. The guy who wants to promote freedom, push for democracy, which, you know, we are not a democracy, but still, worldwide, democracy is better than most forms of government. You know, whether you're, yeah, I know, we're we're a republic, but even if you want to call it a democracy, that's fine. You know, if you go back to Socrates, uh, where democracy came from, where, you know, when he wrote about democracy, uh, he actually had two definitions for democracy. That I did not know. That's why. Can you enlighten us? Well, one form of democracy, mob rules, where, right, where it, which is the worst form of government that's you can ever have. That's the most basic form of democracy. Right, which is horrible because basically that means if we've got five people in this room and we want to dispose of one, well, if we're a pure, pure democracy, we just have to have four against one. I mean, right. it's a horrible, horrible system. Um, 
That's the, the sheep uh, and the wolves deciding what's for dinner. Exactly. <laughs> what do you, who do you think is going to win that battle? I have a um, feeling if the wolves are the, all voting, that's... Exactly. And then you have the democracy that's laid down in law that follows a, a rule of law, which is what led to a republic, which is what we are. Uh, but I, but you can see where why that is a little bit of a, of a quick explanation of why people will say we're a democracy and they'll confuse the word democracy. Well, they don't know the difference. They'll use the so. word democracy with rule, rule of law or, or republic and... But anyway, or a democratic uh, republic, or a democratic republic. Yeah, but either way you look at it, uh, which which that's that's a kind of a funny way to say it because if we're really a republican form of law uh, because we're a republic, right? And that's in democracy. the documents. You know, you can go look. You won't find the word democracy one time in the United States Constitution. No, in fact, we'll find a republic. The founding fathers would have probably thought. That democracy was a bad word and did not like it. Yeah. And did not. They were not right, trying because, to put forth a democracy. Yeah, they know like, better. Like I said, if you go mm. back even as far as Socrates and read what what they were, what he was writing about democracy, I mean, you can see why it was the a sheep bad and the wolves. Idea. Yeah, the bad idea. The, wolves, exactly. the sheep have no yeah. protection against yep. if they're outnumbered by wolves. Exactly. And unfortunately, this is not what's being taught. And you've got these bozo college kids coming out running Twitter and think that censorship is the way to go. Think they know what democracy is? Pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah and they don't. Yeah, and they don't. What? How, how can censorship Censorship be any part of democracy. So, so to your point, Roger, whether you call us a democracy or a republic, you can't have either if there's not free flow of information. Yeah, exactly. We are really, when you look at it, and you go back to when the Constitution was written, we are a republic dictatorship mm -hmm. when you get down to it. And they never anticipated having telephones, never anticipated mm -hmm. air travel, never and you would you would elect somebody from your township or city or whatever it was and send them to a foreign country called Washington DC. <laughs> <laughs> and it it's might take them <laughs> three months to get there right, and three months right. to get back Goodbye. or whatever. Yes. But they would go up to Washington DC and they would make the laws, mm -hmm. which is a dictatorship in its own way, you know? Mm -hmm. well, and they would come back to your city, your township, and say, okay, we're going to have an income tax. <gasps> yeah. Or we're going to do this, or we're going to do that. Yep. But they were dictating, and I don't like it, so I vote the son of gun out. Out, yeah. Right. And get a new representative. That, that was the difference of this country, is that point right there, David, is that we, we can remove and change the course of the government because the people will it, because we can do it through voting. But unfortunately, right. people are not educated oh, God. voters anymore. And it's getting worse. And, and yet we have <laughs> the most sophisticated potential of education to yeah. any and everybody, the computer. Absolutely. Right. But they're too lazy. Well, the public is too lazy if, to find out. Oh, my gosh. If we could get the government out of educating, because the government has no business in a free country like ours to have anything to do with educating. Because, and if we could remove government from educating, then I think you would see a huge – we would soar, I bet, to the top of the list. In well, education is something that makes you question government. Exactly. So obviously they don't want you they to question, you question. Yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Because that that would uh, make you yeah, pay absolutely. more attention to it, and they would be you know, held responsible. You know that brings that reminds me of another thing, Roger. Um, and I, gosh, I don't remember the names or the time period, but long ago, when the public 
government school system was being developed, there they actually the people who were in charge actually said we don't want to over educate. I think it was Rockefeller said it, that. It may have been Rockefeller. We're trying to build people we're, who are smart good. enough to work, uh-huh. but not too smart to question. But not things. too smart to question, and that's, they were building workers and, during the yeah, that, the, during industrial the industrial revolution, revolution. and that's Spurred what the government kind of took with and ran with. Because they, they would much rather have a dumbed-down population than a population that will actually question. And that is on display right now. I mean, you've got oh, yeah. you've got a Democrat party and progressives and uh, running around saying, how dare you question? And you've got Dr. Fauci who's telling you you shouldn't question him, you shouldn't question the CDC. Like hell we shouldn't. That's, that's the I mean, basis ooh. of progress Absolutely. is to question things mm-hmm. and change, make changes. That's, that's by why, far. That's it's why science basic. is not a consensus. That's right. You know, <laughs> trust the science is the most unscientific thing you can say. I, you could ever say. I know. Question the science. Test the science. Test the science. Push question, the theories. Push, absolutely. Prove them or disprove uh-huh. them, but constantly test them. Constantly, yeah. And I that's know. just, oh, it's just so irritating that people believe everything mm. is so finite and they have no room to no, grow yeah. in their mental capacity. Yep. So yeah, if you're listening to me and saying I'm, I'm a dictator or I'm a Republican or I'm a whatever, I'm a libertarian. And I believe you need to question everything. Now, if you do your research and you find something to be true or you find enough things to back up what you think or you see this is the best way to do it, then that's fine. But if you don't and you're still not willing to admit it, then you're stupid. Absolutely. <laughs> ignorance can be fixed. Stupidity cannot. Ignorance can definitely be fixed. But stupidity, man. you know, it's, And it's hard to admit when you're wrong. I understand that. Oh, absolutely. That's just human nature. Especially when you think a certain way and then someone shows you a different way of thinking and you're like, wow. If you can sit there and go, wow, I didn't see it that way before. Let me look more into that. Mm-hmm. Then you're a smarter person that goes, no, no, you're wrong. You don't understand. Exactly. And we know a few of those people. Yeah, there's lots of those people. <laughs> but anyway, so now that Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 b- billion, b- b- that's billion with a b- 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 billion. <laughs> and he has approved, has been appor- approved by the social media's company board of directors. What does he plan to do with it? Yeah. It's like he's got a bunch of balloons in his hand going, I want that one, pointing at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I think we did this one last week with Jeff Bezos going, hey, so you're buying Twitter, dude, huh? <laughs> he's like, yeah, Amazon's next. He goes, oh, bro, come on. He goes, add, add to, to cart. cart. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's another thing that's just funny and, and easily observable? If you remember when you know Jeff Bezos, the creator of Amazon, right. he bought the Washington Post. And the Ooh. Democrats had no problem with it. Not a, they had no problem with it. They didn't. They didn't go freak out. They didn't go crazy because uh, they, they know he's a liberal. Exactly because they figured he was going to censor and do what carry the narrative. That's right. And now Elon Musk, who look, what's Bezos and Musk? They're not very different. Bezos is a billionaire who went and bought the Washington Post. Elon Musk is a billionaire who went and bought Twitter. There is no difference. I bet Bezos got a much better uh, deal on the Washington uh, Post. I bet he did. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, that was in it. <laughs> I didn't even think he paid a billion uh, for that. I, nah, I'm, I guarantee you he didn't. The Washington Post. He probably Post paid more was, for, for uh, Whole Foods than he did for that. It's still a failing paper, but. Uh, oh, I, well, papers in general, yeah, I in think, general are, are on their way out, yeah. But, By the time it's in print, it's mm-hmm. out of date. But but just but you see, I mean, he, he, they had no problem with that because Bezos is a lefty. And even though Elon Musk is a lefty himself, 
the fact that he's standing up for free speech in the First Amendment. He tends to lean a little more libertarian, I think. He, he's always been he's, he's always been a lefty. If you look at him, he's he's a he's a socially progressive lefty with libertarian leanings and and libertine li, li, leanings. If you right. look at him, I mean, he's a, but he seems to be an absolutist when it comes to free speech, and that's a great thing. Well, yeah, I mean, because you know, if you think about it, his his Aspergers makes him. Makes him someone who yeah, questions who anything questions. that doesn't make sense. Absolutely. And this doesn't make sense to censor some people and not others. Yeah, not he goes, others. that's not yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And he has a, I mean, I've met people like this on the spectrum, and they have a very matter-of-fact, straightforward way mm-hmm. of thinking that it yeah. has to make sense. It has to make sense, yeah. Now, they can be convinced otherwise if you show them the facts and the way right. things work. Mm-hmm. But when they don't, when it doesn't make sense, though, they're quick to point it out and say, no, that's yeah. wrong. That's That doesn't make sense. A hundred percent. 100%. You know, <clears throat> it was Elon Musk who, who who stood up from the tech world and said, how does it make sense to censor the president of the United States? I know. But yet leave the crazy mullahs from Iran or With the, or the Taliban, a terrorist group, they can have their accounts. Well, I hope makes Elon no Musk, sense. on one of his first strokes of a pen, Gives all these conservative groups who have been censored their their voices yeah, back. Yeah. And you met Donald Trump's first quote, <laughs> tweet on I'm Twitter. Back, yep. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That'd be a great one. I would love to see that. You know, Trump is saying right now he's contractually unable to join to go back to Twitter because of that new the new platform that he's oh, that's part right. of. he's creating one yeah yeah but i i bet you anything he eventually he will end up back on twitter i don't know i don't think trump will be able to help himself but i i hope i hope <laughs> i hope his first tweet is i'm back oh he's sending the liberals into a tizzy oh my goodness i mean here it's the talks about that he demanded more free speech on social media after the woke twitter executive sent their flying monkeys to censor scores of conservatives <laughs> including president donald trump and yep. killed stories that made leftists look bad. Mm-hmm. Hunter, Bu- Hunter Biden's oh laptop gosh, and example. things like that. Yeah, that's a perfect example, Roger. The the Hunter Biden laptop story was buried and censored across social media, across all the lamestream media, CNN, MSNBC. None of them covered. They all buried and censored the story. And that one story right there might might. Have oh, it prevented Biden from being elected? Turned the tide because I mean they yeah. had things in there that tied him to all kinds of crooked money coming into yeah. him and everything. Oh, I mean, the, it made him look. He was already the, a liar. He yeah. was already mm-hmm. a, a, a plagiarist. I mean, all uh, these yeah. already proven, and people voted for this guy anyway. Yep. And if that story had gotten out, you know, Trump could be president today. And imagine. If uh, Trump were president today, we wouldn't be having this inflation problem. Ukraine would be fine and happy. Ukraine would be a normal Ukraine with no Russia invasion. Right, because I think Trump would have stopped that in a heartbeat. No, we're not going to let them in in NATO, but you are not going to invade them. Do you think that Trump would have sat by and done nothing while... Putin amassed troops along the border of Ukraine? Oh, no. It would have been answered as, step for step. Yeah, Biden did nothing. They all sat back and talked, threw out some words and uh, sent but, but, Kamala to go but Trump, embarrass yeah, himself. Exactly. Trump would have gone over there and sat him down and said, look, yeah, you don't want to do this. Yeah, what are your intentions? Here's, because it's not good. What are you, why are you doing this? Yeah. And the reason why is because all of a sudden NATO was trying to get yeah, the Ukraine was a big into, part. into NATO. Big part. Yeah. And he says, if you do that, I'm going into the Ukraine. He yeah. said that. Absolutely. Flat out told them, here's what I'm going to do if you do that. Here's what I'm going to do if you keep going. And they kept talking to him, and they kept trying to say, we're going to expedite your your membership in NATO. With Trump, Trump Mm -hmm. would have faced him, and he would have looked Putin down. 
And Putin would have done what he did. You know, if you look, and again, you can look this up. You do a DuckDuckGo search. Uh, one of the times when Trump met with Putin, Putin enters the room. Now, first of all, Trump towered over Putin. Yeah, he's like six four. And and Putin is not. Uh, <laughs> now Putin ain't he ain't my height, but he but he's not a tall guy. And but when he reached out to shake hands, Putin, uh, Trump. Which is what a CEO and a and a good leader will do. When he reached out and shook hands, when when Putin's hand reached Trump, Trump held that hand and pulled him in towards him. Yeah, he pulled him right it's in just, so he could make it clear: a, you're not going to push me. You're around. not going to push me around, and b, I'm going to look down on you. <laughs> well, also, but you Trump know, knew too. Um, everyone knows. Everyone in the world knows that Putin hates being looked down on. Right, but also. Trump gave him the amount of respect oh, to yeah. make him feel like he was getting that something was, out of this. You're right. Because right. he is a master negotiator. No matter how you look at yeah. him, no matter how you hate him or dislike him, mm-hmm. the art of the deal is yeah. what he is known for. Absolutely. And he knows how to make get Well, because the idea of walking away from a deal with both parties happy is a, is a good deal. Yep. That's what you want. That's what you want. You, you want the other side to feel like they didn't lose as bad as you know they did. Yeah, and they walk away so, thinking that you the, lost the, the worse than they, they yeah. did. Okay, we've got to stop for a quick break. We've got to come back and go over the rest of these ten things, though. All right, All right. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded with my special guest, Victor Armendariz. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on americaswebradio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall President Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and we're here on America's Web Radio with my special guest today for a little while longer at least. For a little while. Victor Armendariz from On Point with Victor. Now, if you want to hear more of his perspectives, 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesdays, just before Locked and Loaded. And right before we left, we were talking about Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter and how that's driving everybody insane. Uh, you know, I said earlier, Roger, that uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter is causing the Democrats and the Twitter employees to throw themselves on the ground like a Brazilian <laughs> like a flopping, soccer player. Like a flopping fish or an Italian soccer player. <laughs> <laughs> By an invisible sniper. <laughs> By an invisible sniper. <laughs> 
But yeah, and it's funny because now everyone's going, Elon, buy YouTube. Elon, buy Facebook. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I kind of have the same sentiment. I don't want him to stop. I want to see what he does to Twitter and hope he sits, stands by his word and it opens it up and it's the freest place to, to have your Express expression. opinions, yes. Elon, and yeah. buy America's web radio. And buy America's web radio. <laughs> well, I don't know if he can afford that. I mean, he is a billionaire. Well, but, David you know. offered him a deal today. Oh, did we? I would do a deal, yes. He did. Okay, good. Good, good, Down to one billion. One one billion one. (laughs) Well, you know. Guess who gets the one? Vic Vic, Vic and I get to split the one. That's right, we get to split it. (laughs) Four bits. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Hey, it's Jabba. What's the saying about two Jews and a penny? (laughs) That's right, we'll make some wire. Hey, we can say that. So don't call us with angry or send us angry emails. But here we go. Okay. So his 10 things that he said he was going to change about Twitter. One, he was going to, what they call, open the vault. He wants to reveal the Twitter algorithm. Oh, my goodness. He told a TED Talk interviewer last week he wants to make it more open source like Linux and put it on GitHub to invite improvements like C++, Java, and other big programs. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine if everybody had a voice in how Twitter algorithms worked? Oh, my God. That would be a true Not social that. media platform that was run do you, by Do you know how, involved. how scared the Democrat Party is right now and the employees for Twitter if the algorithms are released that where they were clearly censoring conservative viewpoints in 2020, 2019, 2020, 2020? Oh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, if we can go back and look at the algorithms and and really what were they doing because we know that stories were being censored yeah, oh yeah. and how how conservatives were being blocked or shadowed and or, how they're pushed down to the uh, bottom yeah, of the feed down, yeah. absolutely and they were elevating all uh so he wants to make that feeds. open source or, he wow. wants to basically Whew. pull the curtain back and see what's back there and let everybody see what's back there man would <clears throat> be amazing somehow or the other i keep Feeling like every time this is brought up, you brought it up earlier, Victor. Mm-hmm. Why do I smell a Chinese fish in there? <laughs> somebody was talking. Somebody accused him of being run by the Chinese. Elon Musk. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Let's hope. Let's hope not. But not no. not not because of this, but because he would expose what they were doing in 18, 19, and 20. Oh, well, that's a possibility. Oh, yeah. That's I a possibility, on that side, Well, yeah, that's... How, how much influence did Communist China have Now, would, would he expose yeah. his algorithm previous, or would it just be from this point forward? Interesting. Yeah, because if he just keeps everything prior well, to this Well, that's secret. the thing. I, I, I hope that he goes back and, and, and exposes the algorithms from 2019, 2020. I don't that know that he all. would do that because he wants to kind of start a clean slate, I probably, think. Probably, probably. But it would be nice to see. I mean, I would love yeah, to oh, see yeah, it. Yeah, it would I be mean, nice he, to he see. He could do it and say, hey, look, I want to expose what was going on because we're going to build a newer, bigger, better Twitter. Well, then his next thing is this is, this is kind of simple, but he wants to add an editing function on Twitter. Because, you know, oh, yeah. apparently you can't edit your tweet. Once you've been tweeted, it's yeah. done. There's no fixing yeah. it. A lot of people have been asking And if you don't that. check it carefully, something got autocorrected, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're talking about something you didn't had no idea of talk, right. intention of talking about because it got correct or it got corrected and you didn't t- pay attention right, to it. Right. Now, I know on Facebook you can, you can change a, a post there. You can edit a post. And he just wants to add mm-hmm. that feature to Twitter, which makes sense. That's a great feature. And I know a lot of people have been asking for it. Yeah, now that's something that's actually an improvement I think everybody would welcome. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have any issues on – that wouldn't be oh, a political it, issue. It's clear as day <clears throat> he's going to make Twitter a much better company. And these yeah. bozo, little authoritarian nut jobs that are work, 
working for Twitter, the ones who stay are going to be happy that they did. Uh, yeah, exactly. Especially if they have uh, any kind of profit sharing or any right. kind of stock Imagine. options. Oh. And if they can actually get to work and provide true free press and free enterprise and mm-hmm. free speech to everybody there and not wow, let their opinion influence this. Yeah. It'd be great. They'll have a fantastic time. There's even talk. Elon has even floated the idea of making it a subscription service. So Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, too. I don't know though. With all the social media out depends there, depends on depends on what he wants to do with it. You know, if he wants to, be, if he builds it up and then turns it into that, and then if, even if he just had one or two percent of people on it, uh, then I don't imagine if he went public with it again. He's not in this for the money, though. I don't think that's what he says. I, I probably not, but I, I mean, he's going to make a good business out of it. I don't think he's going to be able to help himself. I mean, look what he's done. He's done a pretty good job with his other. Yeah, two like businesses. I said, okay, number three, he's going to mysteriously promoted tweets. He. <laughs> Promoted tweets. Musk wants to reveal why some tweets are promoted and others are not. Well, that gets to the point. That's we part were of the algorithm. About. Yeah, that's the algorithm because it'll push conservative viewpoints out or censor them completely, and then push any progressive narrative straight to the top. And what they do is they trend. You know, they have these Twitter twins and and the tr- trends twins. <laughs> Twitter the trends. Twitter the twit tw- no the the Twitter <laughs> Twitter <laughs> man. I I'm going to say all kinds of things today. I better watch out. But but you get these trends, and what they do is they put these trends up to the top, and then you've got the the stupid lamestream media who will take these trends and make it a story. Right, even though it was just somebody's even opinion it was just or somebody's stupid, opinion, yeah. and 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 it's again, it, we're talking maybe one percent of the population like this transgender mess. And you're talking about people who are actors or somebody who's you know. Uh, you know, somebody with no influence normally all of a sudden gets pushed up in Twitter and all of a sudden they're an authority on something they exactly. have no... They're, they're a blue check. <laughs> yeah. that well, that's, that's another thing. <laughs> less advertising is number four. He's going to say, he said there should be less advertising on Twitter as a possible way to make up for the loss of revenue. He could allow Twitter blue customers who pay more for features to receive a coveted check mark, not the usual blue check mark. Interesting. That would denote them as a paying customer. Mm-hmm. So then you know what's being promoted in advertisement and what's actually just a, what's an actual opinion floated by somebody. Working mm-hmm. for free. He's going to have the board of directors work for free. <laughs> well, that's going to get rid of some of that. That'll get rid of the elitist <clears throat> progressive. Well, no, I don't believe, I mean, as a capitalist, I don't believe anybody should have to work for free. Well, no, I don't either. But we're, we're talking about people being appointed to the board who are already, I'm sure. Yeah, but well. still, I mean, they should but be compensated for their time. Maybe they should do some. Maybe they'll get stock options or something. Or some, yeah, yeah, profit sharing, not being paid a salary per se. Right. And then he wants to stop the bots, get rid of the bots and scammers on Twitter. Now, that's that's that, everywhere. Yeah, has should, that. Everybody should do that. Yeah, and I don't know how he's going to go about that. I mean, if, if I've got a gorgeous model from Bulgaria who's following me, I want to know if she's real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I just want to know. I don't That's know. right. I mean, if she's just some computer person who's been trumped up and doesn't exist anymore, then yeah, you want to know about that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to try and get rid of bots and scammers, which you know that would be good. That that I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. Again, that's a non-political way of doing things. Right. There should be no political division there. Okay. This one I'm unfamiliar with. Stop shadow banning. 
Oh, well, okay, so... I don't know that I one. touched on this a little bit <clears throat> when I talked about shadowing. Basically, if you're a conservative and you're on Twitter, you're not building up to the blue check level or getting all the followers that you could be because they're shadowing you so that when you post something... You're not going to get the likes or the views because oh, they they're going to push you down more in the yeah, feed. Yeah, oh, so yeah. they push so you they down into it. the shadows. Yep, you're not going to gotcha. get that. Gotcha. Okay. So, can't so they're going to stop. So if you make a great tweet, um, like let's say you tweeted out, boy, the On Point with Victor show was awesome today. That's they right. They shadow it. Not mm. enough people are going to see that and understand that what a great show they missed. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> or the Locked and Loaded. Well, Locked and Loaded is a great show today. They shadow that and nobody's going to get to see and that. And then there was shadowing. It's just a lie. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a damn lie. <laughs> <laughs> great. We're acceptable. Oh, okay. Okay. And this is end the endless threads and allow for longer tweets. Oh, that's a good idea. That one, like I said, I'm yeah. not much of a Twitter fan. So, so you're gonna have to, I, I, I guess they have a limitation of like 200 characters. Yeah, or something. they have a limitation. So I don't use Twitter. I haven't used it in forever. I hate it. But, but I bet you're going to get back uh, on but, now. Yeah, I may get back on now. I did actually uh, sign back into my account. Oh, I started oh, following I Elon Musk. <laughs> Oh, I got to do that too. I haven't done you that. You got 84 yet. million followers already. Wow, going, okay, cool. Crazy. I tried to find him on Instagram, awesome. and I'm not sure. The Instagram is weird. There's all these people who yeah, I don't know get who, fake who profiles. Fake profiles, yeah. Or I, we're I, a fan club or something like that. So I don't, you don't like know if a, he even has. I don't one like or not. Instagram either. I use it for the show, but now I'll. Uh, I think I will activate. Mm. I, I mean, I have an active thing. I just don't use it. But now yeah, I'm have have one. it's more on. just a social media play around thing. I don't use it for Elon. I'll have to. But now I want to support Elon. I want to support what he did. Well, Instagram is not him, so. No, no, no. Uh, Twitter. I have an active <clears throat> yeah, yeah. thing on Twitter. Oh, I'm actually following it. him, yeah, now. I, I use Instagram just for the show, but now I'll have to start using Twitter. I, yeah. This is a... Now, this is in number nine. Take social media company private to keep politics out, out of, of it. it. Beautiful. Now, that's kind of... I mean, that's kind of if and if and there. I mean, privates, private companies have political leanings. Oh, of course. Everybody does. Nike? Just like everybody's got presidencies. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Any, any, any company that gave <clears throat> that... Twit Kaepernick a a voice yeah they they're politically motivated yeah. if he was a them. phenomenal unbeatable quarterback then yeah I could say okay let's praise yeah. him yeah right but praise him for his athleticism ability not for not his political, for his political statements. BS do you you got to understand I mean look at it Roger out of all the times Kaepernick was list was mentioned or 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 listed or or used his photo how many of those were in relation to his athletic ability. Yeah, almost none. <laughs> Maybe none. I wonder if you could ask him now, and he would give you an honest answer. Would he still do what he did then, oh. and let and would let the chips I, fall? I don't think he'd get an honest answer. Yeah. All right, we've got to take a quick break. Bottom of the hour. I am Roger B. with Victor Armendariz, and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at 
Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats of all ages. <laughs> right before we left. All ages. <laughs> that's right. We are talking about things Elon Musk was going to do with Twitter, 10 things he said he was going to do. And we just got to, he's going to make it private, keep the politics out of it. The 10th thing is cut the staff. The Wall Street Journal reports he might reduce the number of ones and zeros working at the Silicon Valley firm. I I hope <clears throat> I hope he does what he did with Tesla. I hope eventually he just picks it up and takes it to Texas. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, all I wouldn't these, doubt it. I would not doubt it. These are so many of these changes are things that I don't think anybody would have an issue with. I mean, Man, there are a few, but oh right, and then they're, the the left are going to have problems anyway, no matter what, just because of they don't like who he it. is. Yeah, but you know, I, I if he can make it profitable or at least make it manageable. Uh, I, I would love to see him move it, take it out of California. Yeah, um, but I would love to see somebody, a leftist, look at this and go, okay, what on here don't you yeah, like? and explain it. Explain, explain why that. you don't, don't like that. Don't give me platitudes. Don't give right, me, say, oh, he's an why is, why is this bad? Why exactly. is, don't you want transparency? Yeah. You talk about transparency. Yeah. Here we're going to provide it. Here we're going to provide it. And, and you, yeah, and they'll give, they'll give fodder to free speech while they censor. Right, America. exactly. So explain to me, why, why is this bad? Oh, yeah. So that's, I that's can't believe any of them would outright come out and say any of these things are bad. Oh, but they will. Yeah, well, the only thing I could see is, you know, board of directors working for free. Well, you know what? Yeah. People should be paid for their time. I agree. If you're I'm a capitalist. Put, yeah, me too. If you're going to put your time in, if you're going to put your sweat equity in, then you should get rewarded. Somehow. Get something, yes. But I, I'm sure, you know, Elon Musk, he's, he's a smart guy. He's Maybe he'll give him a free Tesla. He'll Who knows? Give him, exactly. Every board member gets a Tesla. Tesla and, uh, you know, some stock and, uh, and, and Tesla. I mean, I, I'm waiting for all the libtards, the progressives who, uh, including AOC, who bought a Tesla. Uh, I'm waiting for them to, to get sell rid of it. Their to, yeah, give them away. Give them away. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is. That's right. You don't like Elon Musk anymore? Well, get rid of your Tesla. You're <laughs> driving right. his car. Because, and, and you know, Roger, earlier I bid a big thank you to the Democrats and the Hollywoodians and the AOC for buying Teslas because they're the ones who would afforded Tesla. Uh, Elon to have the money that he has to buy Twitter. <laughs> to buy Twitter, they funded this. Oh, the, irony. the irony is just so rich. So before I get out, Roger, I want to do a, let's a little just off politics and off gun something that's a little funny and make people think. Oh yeah, let's. Have try you to make ever thought think. of words that are difficult to say when you're drunk? 
I now I know been, you and I. I mean, I haven't been drunk all, in a long I've, time. I've never been drunk, and you don't do it anymore. So, but for now, people out there, that I have been known to get a little high when firing at the range and smelling oh, the burnt gunpowder. Yes. Oh. Look, there's two things: Oof. the oh. fresh smell of gunpowder burning and the fresh smell of jet fuel. Yeah, I yes. will get high on those. Yeah, that's I right. I will get high on those. So, <laughs> uh, but but this is something anyway. to think about. Difficult things to say when you're drunk, and you we all know some people out there that get drunk. Uh, innovative. Preliminary, cinnamon, other other words cinnamon. that are difficult to say when you're drunk. Specific, specificity. How about reciprocity? Reciprocity. <laughs> that gets me all the time. Uh, passive disorder. Transubstantiate. <laughs> I can't even say I can't, it. I and I'm not drunk. I can't even um, know what you're trying to say. Now, there. things that are transubstantiate. Downright, tra- transubstantiate. Yes. There we go. Uh, things that are just downright <laughs> impossible to say. You ain't gonna say this if you're drunk. Uh, no thanks. I'm married. <laughs> Uh, nope, no more for me. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> and I don't want to see your tetas. Oh, and If really? you don't know what that means, look it up, because I'm trying to keep this a family show. <laughs> That's right. We don't want to show anything we're not supposed to show. But so if you're drunk, you want to see drunk, all of them. You want to see them all. So if you're drunk, you, there's just no way on earth you're going to say, no, no thanks, I'm married. And I don't nope, care no I don't care if you're me. a supermodel, but I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I just thought that was just funny. That is funny. Transubstantiate. Uh, transubstantiate, yes. That's the word of the day. It can be transubstantiate. <laughs> if you can say that sober, then I want to see you try and say it drunk. There try to go. say it drunk. Three times. Transubstantiate, transubstantiate, transubstantiate. That should be your first tweet on the new Twitter. Oh, it should be. <laughs> word of the day. That's right. That's funny. But, yeah, I mean, so I, after reading these ten things, I can't see anything in here that is yeah, that, that, obviously that would, that would political in any way. Nope. So how could anybody be opposed to any of these things? I mean, I want to know why they think keeping the algorithm a secret is good. Is good. How is that good for anybody to keep it a secret? I mean, what are you trying to hide? If there's secrets, you're trying to hide something. Exactly. Oh, no doubt. Stop the scammers. I don't think anybody would have a problem with that except maybe the scammers. The scammers. <laughs> <laughs> And and to know why tweets are promoted or not promoted promoted yeah and the shadow banning that I just learned about today so yep. I can see that and allow longer tweets and editing them I mean those are just all common sense fixes that yep. you would want to put forth on a platform like this yep now he says take the media company private and keep politics out of it now I assume he means from the from behind the scenes, he wants to keep politics out of because people are still yeah. going to use it to tweet about politics. Oh, of course. He's not. No, I don't think he's talking it's gonna about It's going to be that. a political he, platform. He's talking about kind of what's going on now when you've got these these corporations that are that are pressured by politicians and then the corporations right. bend rules and censor things based on politics. The shadow banning That's and like stuff like that. Yeah. And, and just straight up censorship. But That's what I think he's talking but about. But I've seen some really good tweets. Like there was uh, Delta Airlines was. was on Twitter going, I can't believe they named this new strain Delta. That's so unfortunate. (laughs) And Corona answers back, welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Because there were people who actually believed Corona beer was the source of the the virus. the source of the virus, I know. And you wonder how our country manages to walk and chew gum at the same time. You wonder, we all, if you ever wonder why there's so many people voting Democrat, look. I took that challenge on to test it. (laughs) (laughs) Just to make sure. Just to make sure and you were talking about hard words to pronounce when you... Well, you know, it wasn't my fault. I just kept going from beer to beer to beer to see if... You had to make sure you had a good sample size. So it required more than six, seven, eight beers. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I did have one 
real problem, though, and that was the expense of the limes. Oh, oh, they are going up now. I noticed that the well, other day. But, I mean, I was putting them in each beer, and, and that the, the more fall. beers, the more limes, and it was just one of these self-propelling things. You know? The limes are going to cost <clears throat> more than the beer. Yeah. Jeez, so limeade's going to be like a <laughs> fine scotch. See, that's how I noticed the cost of limes the other day, because I like to squeeze my own limes and make my own limeade. And man, the price of limes. Well, the price of everything. Citrus Thanks, fruits. Joe Brandon. Yeah, Joe Brandon. Yeah. Speaking of talking about walking and chewing gum at the same time, have you ever seen Joe Biden chewing gum? No. No, he eats ice cream, but he doesn't chew gum because he, he might, probably would confuse his coordination he might so bad. A denture or two. And he might fall down because his legs wouldn't work if his mouth is moving that much. He can't walk. It is sad. Did you see the other day? He he did some reading at the podium. He turned and shook. A ghost hand? Yeah. Well, he was talking about ghost guns. I guess. So maybe so he, he maybe saw he a saw ghost a gun ghost. dealer, a ghost who was I, dealing guns. I don't know whose hand <clears throat> he thought he was shaking, but that man turned around, stuck his hand out, and freaking shook. And he kind of looked around. Yeah, he kind of looked around like there was somebody, like he expected <laughs> he people to be there. lost. That was a dementia moment. If you doubt he has dementia, just go look at that video. Did you see when he was at the White House? He's supposed to be walking in, and he walked past the door he was supposed to go in. <laughs> yes. He just kept walking, and they're like, oh, we'll go. And, they, and all the guys are scrambling, scrambling to. Well, they don't know. Do we, do we correct him and embarrass him? Or do we follow him and all get embarrassed when we end up in the toilet? <laughs> Pretend like he knows where he's going. Because he's walking right past him, and they're like panicking. You see him running to catch up with them, and they go around the corner, and there's another entrance. Oh, we're going in entrance B. We're going in entrance yeah. B. Blah, blah, blah. And they run around the corner, and they get him in the other entrance. Because he just walked right past the play, place he was supposed the to go. The man is clueless. The man <clears throat> and you guys is would, suffering. And anyone who voted for him, you'd rather have that than a yeah. mean tweet and yeah. under $2 gas. Look, anyone who voted for <clears throat> Biden, you could make up for it in 2020. And you can make up for it in 2024. And uh, you don't even yeah. have to tell me you were wrong because we all know you were. We talked about this, right? If you can't admit you were wrong, then by all means, you <laughs> yeah. know, you don't deserve a chance to vote anyway. At least go to the polling booth, close the curtain, and do the right, do the right thing. thing. Please. Exactly. Please, please. Uh, you before guess it's. I mean, talk to, I talked to somebody last night, California. G Dog. And G Dog was telling me gas out there is six dollars and fifty cents a gallon. A gallon. Holy there, cow. There are some places that it reached eight bucks, which is probably wow. around the same Yeah, oh that's six, insane. imagine and who does that hurt the word? And he was excited when he found gas for five fifteen a gallon. <laughs> Take off. I was like, crazy. Oh my god. Oh, it's crazy. I mean in and Democrats think this is good. Oh, they love it. They love it. That's the point I made earlier, too, in my show. Uh, if you think Democrats don't love this, then you're out of your mind. Yeah. And it's the thing point. is, the people who voted for them, you must love it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you exactly. don't, then you need to then change something about what you're doing. You wrote. You need to fix it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like it, you then broke fix it, it. You fix it. That's right. Yeah, but I Joe Biden's my part. Joe, Joe Biden's been trying to fix it. It's like it wasn't broken. Leave it. Leave it the way you found it, and yeah. don't mess with it. Leave it the way. Go back to the way you found it. <clears throat> what does they say? If it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. And Joe Biden's trying to fix something that wasn't broken. Yep. The best economy in fifty years. Oh, Best GDP growth in a you couple know, the of problem, decades. The problem with a good economy <clears throat> and everything was, you know, we were firing on all cylinders. The problem with that is people got complacent. Oh yeah, and then they listen to lies, and then they throw them, they throw the orange man bat out, and then they usher in a dementia laden, just puppet, and a dementia laden puppet. He's completely and now a puppet. he's taking us to the 
freaking cleaners, the dumpsters, whatever you want to say. And and the people who are controlling yeah, him are that. are the worst people you can yeah. run oh, into because they are running this into yeah. the ground. And these elitists, they're not they're <clears throat> not going to go without. But you peasant out there that voted for this dementia-laden guy, uh, how, how, you're hurting. You're having to budget more than you've ever budgeted before. Yeah, and I don't want to hear you complain yeah, either because yeah, you voted for yeah, this. Don't you dare complain about gas prices because this is your doing. Yeah, if you voted for doing. Biden, you have no right to complain about gas prices, nope. about the war in the Ukraine, about nope. the failing about economy, the failing economy about shortages. You have shit, no yeah, reason to complain about there are more shortages anything. coming. The supply chain issue is about to go berserk again. All of these things, don't complain because if you voted for Biden, you're to blame. You now, voted for it. The only thing you can do is in 2022, switch your vote. Do your best to make up for it. Yeah. Try and fix it. Let's all try and fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do our part, like because we're going to do it anyway. But yeah. if you voted for Biden, you better start. You better find a Republican or a Libertarian to vote for. Yeah, I mean, just don't put the just don't make the same mistake twice. Because exactly. you know, a same mistake made twice is a decision. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's not an, an accident mistake anymore. That's right. Not an accident. That's a decision. And if you decide that you want willfully, high gas prices and you willfully do that, you want to burden your grandkids with trillions and trillions yep. of dollars worth of debt. Then you know what? Do that. And when they hate you for it, you'll know you deserve it. That's right. When your children and their children can enjoy the greatness that is this country because we're we're running a country that's short on food. Yeah. Keep voting for Democrats. Yeah. Now, people who can afford it, though, they don't care as much, and I understand that. But if you're in the middle class, you're voting to hamper yourself, to hinder yourself, to lower your standard of living. And you're just giving more power to the elites. Right. Who want to control you. You don't have to admit anything. Like 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 Victor said, close the curtain, do what you need to do. But just you don't even have to tell your friends that that you did it. Yeah, nope, you don't. You can lie about that. That's okay. I actually know somebody really well that uh, is a a big closet conservative. Uh, They vote conservative. They support conservative views, and and uh, but they their group of friends and surroundings they can't let them know. And so they just go in there, and they close the curtain, and they do what they need to do, and no one needs to know. And they rant and rave with their friends about the, about the bad conservatives, <laughs> right? Those awful people. <laughs> right. As you know, you voted for most of them when you, when you went to vote. Absolutely. Yep. I'm out. All right. Well, right, we're you got continue. gun stories to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a quick one there. I think we uh, might be up. Oh, here's a good one. Massive increase in violent crimes in New York subways. Imagine that. Oh, my God. How can that possibly happen? So we're going to get to that in just a moment. Let's see. I want to kind of look at this real quick. But, you know, the anti-gun people are so funny because they don't realize that guns in the hands of good people stop bad people from committing crimes. And I'd like to think that if the New York subway incident took place on a rapid rail system in a city where people allowed citizens to carry their own weapons, it wouldn't have been near as bad. He'd have been shot dead, it'd been the end of it, and he would have saved a lot of people's lives and saved a lot of people from a lot of pain and suffering. Because the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. That's been shown time and time again, proven as fact over and over again. There's no way to deny that. But now in New York, you've got what they call a May issue state, which means you have to prove that you are, I guess, capable of or deserve the right to have a weapon. Your Second Amendment rights are not rights. They're privileges, and they want to restrict them as much as they can. 
And what does this do? It gives the criminals free reign to go through the subways where the you know if a subway is moving a cop can't get in there he's not going to be able to jump into the train he's out on the platform somewhere that gives them time and opportunity to commit crimes and it's just crazy some of the things that happen i mean like the guy who shot was it i think he shot 13 people in a subway in brooklyn a couple weeks ago i'm not even going to mention his name because i don't want to repeat it but the violence is just it just keeps increasing. The New York Police Department just keeps coming out with new data showing felony assaults are up thirty three percent from twenty twenty one and fifty percent from the last month to this month. Stabbings and slashings in the transit system are up seventy percent compared to last year. So how can limiting people protecting themselves, how can that provide a safer environment? And what's that gonna do? You know, it's just going to make people more scared to travel, more scared to want to live in a place where they feel threatened all the time or where the threats cannot be answered. <clears throat> Assaults with objects, a stick, a cane, a hammer, also up 48%. So it's not even just a gun issue, but, you know, and a lot of times these issues start by, you know, the, the train stopping quickly, somebody gets bumped, shoved, a shoe stepped on, something that should not be an issue. It should be simply, oh, I'm sorry, I apologize. You know, that should all that should become of it. And someone say, okay, it's okay. I understand we're on a train. There's a lot of people in here. But no, people get all upset. They start a fight. And because of the revolving door on the jail systems in New York, none of these people ever pay a consequence hardly for committing these violent acts. There's no incentive to not be a violent idiot. Doesn't matter. You go to jail for a couple of hours. You let you go out. You're late for dinner. But that's it. That's all you have to worry about. Now, it's funny because the the arrest records have gone up some, but not proportionally to the crime. So it's like, uh, and I understand this because the New York police are probably under fire. They're under criticism. They're being, you know, demonized for being police officers, period, without even doing anything. They're being demonized. So if you're on a New York subway and you see something, yeah, you can tell the police officer, would he listen to you? Sure, he'll listen, he'll pay attention. Is he going to do anything? Probably not. The chance of him getting in trouble for going after a criminal are far greater than him letting it go and saying, well, the train already left, so I didn't have time to get on the train. You know, he said they'll make excuses. They'll avoid conflict to keep their jobs. <clears throat> and it's bad because most of these guys have a sense of duty and a sense of service that is beyond regular people. Same thing with the military guys, too. They have that sense of service and sense of duty that most of us can't even fathom. The fact that they're willing to put forth that much effort and risk their lives to protect other people. You know, what what you were just saying just brought a thought to, to mind is that what we're looking at is this humongous changeover of, you know, it, it used to be that you taught your kids if you got a problem, you call a cop. Right, exactly. And now the cop, I don't want to get involved, you know, and they're more and more backing away from it. And it reminds me of London, England, where you could be stabbed, shot, run over by a taxi cab, and a bobby would be standing there watching it and say, gee, that guy's having a hard day. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, when you demonize police officers, that's what's going to happen. Nobody wants to get involved. Or if you do get involved, you're going to get in more trouble than the criminal will, because they have these, you know, these these judges are just letting everybody out. If you if you were to stop somebody from committing a violent crime, they would probably charge you with a crime as well. 
So why would you want to risk your life and your lifestyle to have to spend, you know, days and days in court, possibly years in jail to help somebody who you know you could help if you felt like you wouldn't be punished for it? What do they say? No good deed goes unpunished. They're making that especially true in New York right now. It's just crazy. And the rest of the crime, the drug crimes, the oh. personal assaults on from every which way are just, you know, they're being ignored. So, you know, and then New York cries when they lose people to other states. It's like, well, you don't provide them a safe, happy environment to live in, you know. You don't allow them to pursue happiness. You don't give them the liberty they need to live a good life. And people don't want to raise your kids in that kind of environment. Unless you think that kind of environment should be idolized, which a lot of people do. I mean, the culture now believes that thugs are a higher form of life, that they are somebody to be idolized and worshipped and something to aspire to instead of being something to look down on and not aspire to or to be, uh, you know, <clears throat> made as something not to to become. These people think that kind of lifestyle makes them a better person, which is ridiculous. Obviously, taking advantage of people in a violent way is never a good thing to do. You know, no. unless you're defending somebody, you have no reason to even do that. And even defending, you have to be careful how you do that. Do it within the circle of the law. That's all you can do. But, you know, and so here, more and more people are going to either drive to work themselves, take other forms of transit, taxi cabs, Ubers, Lyfts, whatever, and the and the subway systems and the bus systems are going to start floundering for money. They're going to start complaining ridership is down. Well, you can't provide a safe ride for somebody. Why would they want to ride with you? You know, uh, <clears throat> except, you know, like most people would agree there was a real place in time for uber and you could afford it and it was good but i'm sure uber i haven't taken uber or ridden an uber or used uber in quite some time but i'm sure their prices are going through the roof they have with to. the gas yeah with gas they probably have a gas surcharge on a lot of rides now yeah. too yeah which is you know that's hey if you think you're not affected by the high gas prices cuz you don't have a car think again everything that comes to that store that you buy your groceries from that you buy your your home goods from that you buy your clothing and and essentials from it gets there by being shipped in a truck, a train, something that uses fuel, and you're paying more because of that gas price. So, be aware. Now, if you have to go out in New York, you stand a better chance of having a violent crime committed against you than you ever have. They're back up to the stats they had before Giuliani cleaned up the city really well, <clears throat> which is kind of ridiculous because here he made such great strides and made parts of New York clean again. They made them safe again, and tourism was flourishing and booming. And now everyone's backing away again, trying to, you know, and it's granted, 70% up, okay, that's not even twice what it was, but still, that's a substantial amount, and that's just the beginning. It's just getting started. I think this is just going to get worse and worse and worse until it hits some sort of <clears throat> wall or hits some kind of plateau where people are just going to get fed up and say, we need to stop this. But until they do, everybody in New York City and all the big cities who have this problem, they're going to suffer. They're all going to suffer, and it's going to cost everybody more money. 
And hey, and plus your dollar's becoming worth less and less with inflation rates into double digits. So you can't even buy as many guns as you used to be able to. So, you know, it's a hardship on everybody. And ammo prices have been high for a long time. Now they're starting to stabilize, but they're stabilizing at a much higher rate than they have been previously. I don't know if anybody remembers, but back at the end of 2019, the last three or so months of 2019, I was telling everybody, I've never seen ammo prices lower. I've never seen gun prices lower. Now would be the time to stock up. And unfortunately, I was right. I wish I had been. I wish the prices had continued through the next couple of years. That would have been great. But unfortunately, when you have civil unrest, you have people panicking and panic buying, and you have people just hoarding stuff, which is, you know, you want to be safe, especially when they start talking about gun control, which the libs are doing again now. Every time there's a crime committed, they try and blame the gun instead of the crazy, psychotic person who committed the crime. I want to throw something out. I got a call yesterday that I we get a lot of calls here, and most of them are scams or whatever. But I got one yesterday that I've never gotten before. And this person from a foreign country starts speaking, and I can barely understand him anyway. But then he comes around, and I clearly understood him when he said, how many weapons, how many guns do you have in your house? And that's when he got the hang-up call. I couldn't believe... I never had somebody ask me how many guns I have in my house. You know, doctors do that now. Oh, yeah. When Pediatricians especially are told to ask if there's any guns in the house. And a friend of mine went in, and he's former military, and they went in with his son to a pediatrician appointment, and the doctor said, so, do you have any weapons in the house? My friend just goes, next question. He goes, oh, well, it's important we know this. He goes, next question. That was his only answer to that. He's like, you're not getting an answer. Don't keep going down this road. It's none of your business. And And it didn't. No, it has nothing to do with the health of a child. You know, the health of a child has to do with if he's got, you know, if he's catching something, if there's viruses, there's bacteria, if he's living in filthy conditions. Having a gun in the house has nothing to do with his health whatsoever if it is treated properly and the people are responsible gun owners, which I hope most of everybody listening to this show is. Try and be responsible. Do the right thing. And if you do have kids in the house, hiding the gun from them is not always the best thing. Explaining how it works, how dangerous it is. How they should behave around them is way more important to teaching somebody tools for the rest of their lives. Teach somebody to be respectful of any tool that's capable of causing harm, whether it's a gun, a circular saw, a hammer, a nail gun, whatever. Teach them to be respectful of anything that has potential danger. That's something you have to do in every home with kids. And I don't care, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, you don't you don't eliminate all the outlets in your house because your kid might lick one. You explain to them you don't do that. You know, that's gonna that's gonna cost you pain. And when it costs you pain, that's when people usually have to get painful reminders in order to learn. And there was one somebody who said, Don't you learn from your mistakes if you're smart, but if you're really smart, you learn from other people's mistakes. Well, that's all we have time for today. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.